What's up, everybody? How we all doing out there in the land of podcasts? 7.24 a.m. March 31st, Tuesday. God, another beautiful day in paradise here in the San Fernando Valley, north of Los Angeles. Golly, let's just let's just get right into it. Another day, another episode. It's the daily podcast. The daily podcast. All right. Why do some podcasts? Why are some daily, and why are some not? It's a question I wrote down. I don't know. I mean, some podcasts come out once a week, or once every two weeks, or daily. But then, even when they say daily, they usually mean weekdays. So I think they mean five days a week. But this one, I'm stepping it up. I'm just, I'm going whole hog. I'm going every single day. No matter what. (laughs) Even if I'm camping. Even if I'm camping. What if I don't have my phone though? No. People usually bring their phone when they're camping. Even if you can't get service. Just to look at the time. Or record a quick podcast. While you're out for a nature walk. Collecting firewood. Ooh, that's a good name for this. <laughs> See, I like how I like it when we come up with a collecting firewood. See, that's a great name. I like just coming up with a name just off the bat. Off the bat. <laughs> off the bat. Another good name. There we go. Two for two. Alright. But why are some podcasts daily? And why are others... I think it's all a function of... It's it's a function of how much of a hustler you want to be as a podcast host. Like, I really want to step it up and just go for it. Because whenever you open a podcast, the first thing you notice is when is the most recent... The most recent episode... And how often do they do episodes? So, I'm just flooding y'all. I'm flooding you guys with that content. But I just like doing it. It's because I like doing it. And I think this one's meant to be daily. Because it's all me. It's all about Chris. Talk, Chris. It's, it's what Chris wants. Talk about, use the third person. That always feels, that feels weird, talking about yourself in the third person. Uh, it feels, it's icky. If my name was Icky though, then I would do it. Icky wants this. This one, Icky wants. Icky wants to dance. Icky shuffle. All right. <laughs> That's just my reset. All right. Um, Icky Shuffle. Was that from the 85 Bears? Is that what that was? I think, oh yeah, there was a, wasn't that a Geico commercial? Geico does everything. They, Geico's got their, their hands in every jar of cookies. All right. All right. (laughs) So some podcasts are meant to be daily. This one is, because it's all me, It's I have complete control of it. I can do it at any time of the day for any amount of minutes, and it's just so easy. And it's, it's personal. It's supposed to be a personal pod, and like there's no other way. Oh, you just got to keep checking in, I think. It's the only way to get some sort of rhythm, some sort of normal balance to it. It's just by getting on a schedule, on the old schedule, just do it every day. And also because I love doing it, I like doing it every day. 
and well, I'm quarantining. I'm I'm just I'm following the rules, and the, the quarantine um, protocol. Man, I was really thinking, cause you know how when your parents will suggest something, and then and then you think you disagree with them, but then you start to think about it. You're like, hmm, that might be a good idea. Just this morning, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should get a job at a grocery store. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush to do that before my birthday. I'm at least going to hang out. I'm going to hang, I'm going to hang out and podcast every single day. I'm just not that, I I don't want to sound it's hard to it's hard to talk about financial stuff without sounding snobby or snooty but i'm just i'm not that de- desperate it is a good job though it would be a good job but i don't i also don't want to i'm not paranoid i'm not really paranoid about catching anything but you're definitely you're more exposed if you're just if you're going to be in Walmart for 10 hours a day during this thing. I mean, I have no idea what's happening. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe I should check in on it. I don't know. But all I know is you're definitely more likely to catch something if you're working at a grocery store during this time. Which is why those jobs are so valuable. Because most people are thinking the same exact thing. They're like, I don't want to risk my health. And I got I got a little bit saved up to get me through a storm. And <laughs> it's just hard to, I don't want to talk about financials. It's like a dinner. <laughs> this is like a dinner party. It feels like a dinner party. Where you're not supposed to talk about what like financial stuff or religion right those are the two big things but oh yeah i mean i just like we'll see how long this thing really takes like i do not foresee i don't see it going through the summer i mean knock on wood right now but we're not going to talk about that though because that's not what this podcast is about like I say every episode, this isn't this isn't one of those podcasts. It's just hard to not talk about them. Just because it's all you can think about these days. It's the only thing anybody cares about these days. Because it affected everyone in some way. But that's not interesting or anything new. You already knew that. All right. So let's see. (laughs) Some podcasts are meant to be daily. This one, I just love making it daily so far. And um, yeah, I guess I'm just really optimistic. I'm always optimistic about stuff. So that's why I foresee a bright future. And yeah, everything's going to be good, guys. I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. All right. <laughs> now, now I just sound really cocky. <laughs> just coming off as khaki. So, oh yeah, another thing. Let me get a sip here. Another thing. Another one is you got to be daily. You got to do stuff every single day. If you're... If you want to be, I don't want to say an artist, but I guess that's what it really is. If you want to make stuff, <laughs> if you want to be a podcaster, I like just going whole hog when I do stuff. And I guess I, I, I'm, I just started doing this every day, just recently. So I sure am talking a big game about it. 
I gotta keep this thing up for months. <laughs> you know? We just gotta keep doing it, man. You just gotta push through. That's just with anything. Even if you you're just like, I'm just gonna do this thing because I see the value in it and I know how fulfilled I always feel for some reason it's probably like narcissistic or something but maybe it's just because I love podcasts and I just really like podcasts and making them and listening and everything about them but after every episode after I finish the episode I always feel like a little satisfied you know, just a little a little fulfilled and satisfied and and also just pumped up. It gets me I just get I get real hyped up from it. Cause yeah, cause it's very motivating. Like every single episode I do, I just get motivated to that's why I did I did that Keanu episode yesterday afternoon. Because I was just so motivated to to just do more stuff. Just keep talking. <laughs> I was like, I just got to keep talking. Oh. But, yeah, that's what happens to me when I do it. I have, it's like a snowball rolling down a hill. And it gets bigger. Picks up more snow the farther it rolls. That's how my motivation and inspiration works. When I do it, it motivates me to to do more and just to go all in on it. Because that's how I get with stuff. Like, I get... I'll get obsessed with something. Like, I'm... I can be, I can be obsessive sometimes. You know? For sure. I think... That's definitely more of a modern thing. Like, I don't think our parents were as obsessive as we were when they were younger. Just because we have more access to things that we could get obsessed with. Like, our parents didn't have the internet, so they didn't have podcasts. They didn't have a lot of things. So, they had fewer options, fewer, <clears throat> a smaller chance of finding something that they could really dig their talons into, dig them claws into. Speaking of claws, I was watching this kitten slash cat uh, slash, like slashing with the paw. No, kitten slash cat uh, live cam on the old YouTube. And <laughs> I don't know. It's so, it's such mindless entertainment. Like I could put it on, I could put it on right now during the, uh, during this recording. And it probably wouldn't distract me. Should I do it? Should I do it, guys? Let me do it. Because then I can... I'm going to pull it up because then I can tell you what the name of it is, of the best one. But yeah, so <laughs> that's what I've been doing that just like late at night, <clears throat> like randomly for a few minutes, not for a long time, but just for a little bit, just because I like to check in on the old, all right, let's see. Let's just do animal live stream. There we go. Let's see what comes up. Yeah, we have a tropical reef camera, which is pretty cool. Let's see what this... Oh, there's a live animal cam in Ohio. And it's clear night vision. Live wild animals. But... It's obviously, it's 1039 there, which means it's 
what? It's 739 here, of course. <laughs> I just, what if I just couldn't do the math? I'm like, <laughs> wait, what time is it? What time is it? And right now I'm looking at a squirrel. <laughs> squirrel? Man, that's funny. We were just talking about squirrels last episode. Or that may have been the morning. That may have been the morning one. Gosh, if I start doing two episodes a day, I'm going to really I'm going to really forget what I say when I say it. Cuz that's that's what happens. Is I just that's why I use these note cards so I can keep track of what I've been saying. Cuz remember we used to remember remember we used to just go through the actors films but that's what I did yesterday with Keanu oh oh, that's funny the squirrel just ran out (laughs) the squirrel just got so spooked and just ran away uh I'm all over the place maybe this maybe this live cam is distracting me (laughs) I just got so distracted from a little squirrel It's in Akron, Ohio. I'm like a dog. I am like a dog. I just get distracted by by little things like like squirrels. Akron, Ohio, 44 degrees. That'd be funny if I just chased squirrels in public. What if I really was like a dog? Like I just ran after him oh this is funny I'm watching the Kansas City Zoo and I'm watching the penguins there's a bunch of penguins gosh the penguins do not get a lot of personal space at the zoo they got like 30 of them in here in a small area they really they got a a penguin pile. They got a they got a personal space penguin problem. <laughs> a penguin problem with personal space. All right. I do enjoy the penguins though. They're one of my favorite. I was just at the zoo. Did I tell you guys about going to the zoo with my mama? With mama? With my mom's, I love when, wait one sec, that's a good way, my mom's, just one of them though, that makes it sound like you have lesbian mothers, my mom's, (laughs) come on, like how in, in Glee, Rachel has two gay dads, see that's such a deep pull right there, but good thing I'm binge watching Glee right now I mean I haven't watched it for a few days that's something I'll do today see I'm <laughs> this is how I quarantine I just I do podcasts watch animal live streams and then binge watch decade old shows on Netflix and pod oh man I've been binge watching cheap seats I've been I talk about that a lot. The Sklar Brothers. It's that comedy show on ESPN Classic where they watch old sporting events and make fun of them. And it's on YouTube. It's called Cheap Seats. And it's so funny. I definitely recommend. I highly recommend. Alright. But now I'm looking at Let's see, I'm looking at a senior dog gathering. I'm not even going to open this one, though. Just because I opened it last night, and there was like a, there was a three-legged dog just hopping, just just hopping by. And I, was, I just got, it made me so sad. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to watch this. Ooh, look at this one, though. This one's bear watching. 
in Transylvania. Transylvania. Where is... What? What? Is Transylvania a real place? I gotta look this... We should look something up. Let's look something up, guys. Trans... I think it's in Russia. I think Transylvania is in Russia. But let's double check. You know, everyone there got a sex change. Over there in Transylvania. Haha, <laughs> that's a dad joke. <laughs> that's such a dad joke. Alright, it's in Romania. Oh, I was really close. Come on. Come on, basically... Basically the same thing, right? Romania, Russia... Potato, potato, right? Transylvania. It's a region in central Romania. It's known for medieval towns, mountainous borders, and castles like Bran Castle, a gothic fortress associated with the legend of Dracula. Speaking of Dracula, oh, Bram Castle? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold the phone. Did he say, oh, Bran Castle. Because I was going to say, the name of the author of Dracula was Bram, with an M. M is in mama. M is in moms. But, okay. All right. <laughs> so that's interesting. See, we tie it all back to, I, this was unplanned. Yesterday, I was talking about Keanu Reeves being in Dracula and then we pull up Transylvania and then we realize that that's all connected to Dracula Dracula <laughs> that's that's the most fun voice to do the Dracula voice the the Dracula voice <laughs> the the Dracula voice all right here it is ready I'm bear watching in Transylvania. My name is Dracula. Chris Dracula. I like watching bears. <laughs> I want to suck these bears blood. <laughs> oh my god. The Dracula voice. So underrated. If I ever do an SNL audition, not that I'm never going to do that, just because that's not my talents. I'm not, I mean, I've never done improv. Maybe that should be a goal of mine to do, like, here, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to write, oh, this is going to be an interesting, it's going to be post-quarantine goals. So this is, um, yeah, goals for after Alright, do an improv class. There we go. I've I've already researched it. I've already looked into it. The one thing is improv classes are expensive. They those improv people like if you think if you think doing open mics is expensive, try doing an improv class for four hundred bucks. God. It's like are four hundred half a grand. You guys want half a grand to do some yes and to to do some zip zap zop to to act like a bear in Transylvania <laughs> crawl around the room but then you have to talk like Dracula that's the game is you have to crawl around like a bear but then be like I want to eat your face <laughs> uh I'm definitely not going to watch that video that... Oh, once again, I'm going to say his name again. Pretty much every episode I talk about... I mentioned Joe Rogan. <laughs> somehow Somehow I managed to bring up Joe Rogan. But I'm not going to... Because he was... Take a breath. He was watching that video of the guy who got his face ripped off by a bear... Like, what kind of maniac? <clears throat> Alright, I'm not blaming him. You don't blame... I'm not blaming the victim. Like, I'm not blaming the guy for getting his face ripped off by a bear. But I'm blaming him 
for, I guess he just wanted to go viral. Because what kind of maniac would take their phone out and do a video when their face was gone? (laughs) You have to think, you have to be so crazy to think to do that. And not to think to just, like, I I just don't even understand. I, I seriously, it's so unfathomable. But I guess that's, it's just an example of how addicted to their phone people are. People cannot go 30 seconds without pulling their phone out. And I think... I just I I mean I'm I'm one of them. like I'll do it all the time. I have to consciously put my phone under a blanket. I hide it from myself. Cuz I've been taking like I'll take like a 3 hour break from my phone. Like I've been doing that the past the past few days. Just taking a nice few hour break. Just take a few hours off from it every morning or whatever. Any time of the, any time. But I just definitely recommend doing that, if you can. Cause oh man, cause if we were doing, if we were working, if it was a normal time, I would be trying to book stuff on central casting. So I would just be constantly looking at my phone, just to see if casting directors are texting me. So that that's another nice thing about the quarantine is I can just I can just put my phone away and just not even worry cuz there ain't no work coming in cuz everybody is quarantined except for the essentials of course all right so bear watching <laughs> man I've just been bear watching see this isn't distracting at all you know why? You know why this bear watching is not distracting in Transylvania? Because I haven't seen, I haven't seen a single bear. So <laughs> I don't know. They're just—it's just the piece of the forest. It looks like it's almost snowing. It's almost snowing there. All right, I'm getting out of that one. This is Africam Nalidi Cat Eye powered by Explore.org. 56 people watching. And I do not see. It's like an African safari. But there's no animals. I wonder if this is interesting to listen to. <laughs> I didn't even. Man, there's so many other ones. But I haven't even looked at any of the cat ones. There's so many cat ones. This one's rubbing beach. Ooh. The underwater ones are cool. The underwater ones are real cool. Because it's like having a fish tank. It's like having a fish tank. Like, remember, remember? My, my old roommate last year at a Starsborn the original A Star's Born HQ over there in Pullman across the street from Washington State University. My roommate had a fish tank. So this is just like that. Feels like I'm waiting for the dentist. Alright. They got a Wolong panda cam. Oh, here we go. Here's some pandas. Couple pandas hanging out here. That's a They got a good life. All right, <laughs> they got a lazy life. All right, I don't know if that's a good life. That's a fun. Oh, this is a fun question, like a a party game question or a a bar question. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be? Hmm. I didn't even really think about my answer. But I think I'd, man, I might go with bear. We were just talking about him. I might go grizzly bear. That might, 
because they're pretty ferocious and I would be and you get to choose where you live too so I would live I'd be up there in the Pacific Northwest probably in the Cascade Mountains not far from not that far from Bothell yeah that's what I would do I would be a grizzly bear in the mountains because because you're just at the top of the food chain. You can just rip people's faces off and everybody's scared of you. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want to be... I mean, I guess you can be whatever you want. But if you're a... I guess you're a target if you're a smaller animal. Just other animals are going to try to eat you. Oh, this panda is so adorable. It's a baby panda. It's a puppy panda. Oh, you know you know what other animal I'd be? If not bear, I would go cheetah. Yeah, I'd go cheetah. Oh my gosh. The mama panda is picking up the baby by his neck. You know, like, that neck tough? Like the... The back of the neck. That's so... Oh my god. Baby pandas are so... Oh, it can't even get back into... It can barely even get back into the... To the playset thing. It's so... It's like barely struggling. Oh! Oh my gosh. This is so funny. This has turned into the... The baby panda podcast. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Baby Pandas. They are so adorable. Oh my god. I was scared of crying. Seriously. Alright, this is the one I recommend. This is the one. It's it's called Wolong Grove Panda Cam. Powered by Explore.org. Yeah, 339 people are watching. See, they know what's up. The internet knows what's up. Because all the other ones only had like 30 people. Alright, I'm going to take a little sip-ski here. Alright. Well, here's something. Alright, so... <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to reset right now. Just So we were talking about daily podcasts. Why to do a daily one. And... Uh, yeah, because... The main reason, so it's good for you, it's at first, it's always going to be good for you as a podcaster, because it's always going to benefit you to, to do more podcasts. Like, I don't understand why all massively popular, oh my gosh, the mama pen is holding the baby like a football. (laughs) That's so cute. Alright, I don't I just get distracted by this. Uh I don't understand why all massively popular podcasts don't just do it every single day. Cause then they would think of how much you would appreciate it if your favorite podcast just churned out episodes every single day. <clears throat> but that's what a lot of like Joe Rogan, I mentioned him again, and Adam Carolla. Those are kind of the two pod fathers. And they do it five times a week. They do it every single weekday. So if I was them, I would just record like a little 20-minute episode from home every Saturday and Sunday. I don't see why not. Because you're so massively popular... And then just make it Patreon. That's what I... Oh my gosh. If Joe Rogan... Alright, if... Like, think of... Because Joe Rogan already makes... He already makes... We've already talked about it. Like, how he makes... However much. Maybe 50 grand. 50 to 100 grand an episode. For each episode of his podcast. If he just did... Maybe just once a week. He could do... 
like on like a Saturday or Sunday, if I was him, this is what I would do. I would just do a Patreon, just do one Patreon episode a week. But he doesn't even do the Patreon at all. I don't think. Which is, that's how you know that he's making bank from his podcast. Because all the other pod, <clears throat> all the other podcasters, they all do Patreon. But Joe Rogan's like, I'm making so much money that I don't even need that Patreon money. Or that uh, cameo. You know how celebrities do cameo? That's so, why would you ever spend money on something like that? Like, that's just, that just seems like the biggest waste of money to me. When it's, it's basically the same thing as an Instagram live video. Except it's just directed. Like, so what Cameo is, if you haven't heard of it, is you pay a celebrity like 50 or 100 bucks. They determine the price. And they, and you do it for like a happy birthday or congratulations to someone else. You, you use it as a gift to give to someone else. So I guess that's why, that's why they're so popular. It's because people, they're not buying them for themselves. They're buying it as a gift for other people. So, you know how, like, in, in the back of your mind, you don't really care, you don't really care that much about if a gift is good or not? I mean, you want, you want the person to like the gift, but it doesn't matter if you like it. You don't have to like the gift. So I think that's why Cameo is so popular because because yeah because I would never because you would never buy that for yourself right I mean maybe some people might my birthday's coming up <laughs> someone want to get me a God, that'd be, that would be such a bizarre gift though I would appreciate it it would it'd be meaningful and it's definitely thoughtful. It's thoughtful based on the level of thoughtfulness is based on how big of a fan of the celebrity you actually are. Because if you're not a fan of them and they just, your friend just misfired, they just chose the wrong person, then... That means that you guys don't know each other very well. <laughs> that means you might need to get a new friend or get to know your friend a little better. All right. So that's Cameo. Let's see. Yeah, I was just going to say about daily podcasts. Uh, I, I think they're so important. I, I'm trying not to say. I try not to say uh or um or like. I've really tried to cut down. I'm consciously, I've consciously been aware. Because whenever I listen to a little bit of my podcast, I always hear myself say, like. And I, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like a valley girl. Even though I'm, I'm just a valley guy. I'm just, I'm just a valley kid right now. <laughs> it's funny calling yourself that. Because I'm really a, a Pacific Northwest kid. But right now I'm just a valley kid, you know? Alright. But nowadays, you're not current. Like I was just saying. You're not current unless you do stuff and produce, produce content and put it out every single day. Just do not miss a day. Just every single day. That's what the the YouTube regiment is. Those, you know, those crazy successful Logan Paul, 
YouTube types, they do stuff not only every day, but all day, every day. Like, those guys are working nonstop. I'm sure that they just have cameras just wired around their houses, around their YouTube mansions. Gosh. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Is I wonder how many YouTube millionaires there are. I mentioned this before on a recent episode, but I bet there's more people more people than you realize that make a real good living from YouTube because YouTube's crazy I don't know <laughs> it's just, it's very it's more popular than TV like I it's pretty much all I watch sometimes I watch Netflix if I'm gonna watch some Glee or I'm not really watching anything else on Netflix now I got a bunch of other, some Netflix recommendations, but we'll save that for another episode. But let's see. So, okay, here's just something I wanted to mention that I just thought of this morning, I think. So I just realized that stand-up comedians are basically idea models. So... You're up, you're on stage, so you know how they have fashion models for clothes. That's what stand-up comedians are—the same thing, except they're just expressing their ideas and thoughts and jokes. But that's just a—I like naming things, so I like just defining, just coming up with with names, nicknames for stuff. So that's my new nickname for stand-up comedians, idea models. Very good. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Let's let's uh read a little bit of this of the baseball a book of quips and quotes. I was just talking about this yesterday morning. So here we go. Here's the introduction. Here we go. Why do more words of wit and wisdom come from baseball than any other sport, or perhaps any other field in the United States? That's funny how they said field, because I wonder if they meant that as a joke, you know, like sports field. I don't think they meant it as a joke, but I took it as a joke. All right, here here we go. First... The leisurely pace of baseball allows players, managers, fans, and writers more time for reflection. Granted, football has a lot of time between plays, but most football players use that time to regain consciousness and to try to remember who and where they are. Ah, this is a funny... Maybe it was meant as a joke. (laughs) Even though concussions are no joking matter... You can tell that this book was written in the mid-90s because, yeah, people don't think it's just funny now. <laughs> now they just realize that, oh, wow, look, it's some, it's some uh, Chinese tourists. <laughs> I just get so distracted by the panda thing. But look, they just showed, wow, I can't believe how small that fence is. It looks like the panda could almost climb over this fence. It's just a... It's a stone wall. It's it's a brick wall. And there's some... Some Chinese... People. Wait, pandas are from China, right? Yeah, I mean, Wo Long. Wo Long sounds like... <laughs> that sounds... It sounds like a, a Chinese person who's about to throw a football pass to their friend. Hey, hey, Wo Long, Wo Long. Say <laughs> Hail Mary, Wo Long. You know, like, like, like go long. All right, very good. 
You don't have to always explain your jokes, Chris. <laughs> Sometimes I just All right, this is something that this is something that Dave Attell said on one of his stand-up specials. He said, "Does everybody get it?" That's I think I, I'm probably butchering the way he said it, but all right, I think he said, "Does everybody get it?" That's gonna get it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, can we move on? Does everybody get it? Get the joke that's gonna get it. Because if you don't get it, you're, you're never gonna get it. <laughs> no, but I thought that was such a hilarious thing for David Tell to say. Because it's true. It's like, just he's just checking in on the audience. He's like, does everybody get it that's gonna get it? All right, let's move on. <laughs> it's so funny. That's my favorite part. My favorite part of stand-up comedy is not necessarily the jokes. It's the time in between the jokes. Just like the time in between football plays. It's when you're trying to regain consciousness and remember who you are and where you are. <laughs> See, I tied it all back together. Uh, yeah, I'm just, you're just standing on stage, just trying to, you're like, where am I? It's like your own personal memento. You have a bunch of tattoos of comedy clubs all over your body. You're just like trying to, trying to snap back into it. <laughs> all right. All righty. Very good. Uh, second, let's get back to the baseball book. Second, the nature of the game lends itself to philosophizing. Baseball thrusts upon its players, managers, and fans the great questions regarding the meaning of life and the definition of success, for it is the only sport that encourages acceptance of failure as an integral part of success. No baseball manager would ever echo the words of football coach Vince Lombardi, who said, Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Baseball players and coaches know better. After all, the best teams and pitchers lose at least one out of three games, while the best hitters only succeed one out of three times. Finally, the game builds character. Even baseball superstars spent several years in the minor leagues, and a person would either have to be plain crazy or crazy for baseball, to travel dusty roads and overcrowded buses for virtually no pay day after day simply to get to the next ball game. Those who actually make it to the major leagues become symbols of the American dream. They're the best in their field, they're making money, and they're doing what they love to do. Man, that's what I always talk about. That's a nice little introduction there. Let's just leave it at, at that for the baseball book. Man. That gets me pumped up. <laughs> that makes me want to go to some minor league baseball games. Like the good old Everett Aqua Sox. Man, one of my favorite books growing up. I don't remember the name of this guy or what the book was called. But it was. there's probably not that many books similar to it. Because it was... This guy's story about going around the United States and going to a, a bunch of different minor league baseball stadiums in games. And it was really interesting and I really enjoyed it. And yeah, because there's something, there's something more, more interesting, like more fascinating about minor league baseball versus Major League Baseball. It's like watching a panda cam, live cam on YouTube versus going to the zoo. Like, I'm doing Minor League Baseball right now. This is, this is the Minor League Baseball version of going to the zoo. Is watching a animal live cam on YouTube on your smart TV. But yeah, the thing I love about minor league baseball 
is how how big of a role the fans play. The fans are so important in minor league baseball. And I love all the the in-between innings, the promotions. They really they go f- whole hog. That's the whole that's what the whole thing's about. It's not even about the baseball. Minor league baseball's for it's it's a great thing for for children to do. Like instead of going to a to a major league baseball game, it's definitely more entertaining to go to a minor league game. Cause they'll they just let you go run on the field. Like like during the game. Like there's like not not uh not streak not streaking or not not interfering with gameplay but they always have one of the one of the in between innings cuz in every single in between inning so how many are there cuz there's 9 innings times 2 so there's like there's uh probably 17 or 18 in between inning times. So they have 17 or 18 promotions, games and music and dances and interviews and all sorts of funny stuff planned. I remember when I was at a Everett Aqua Sox game, which is, that's the home that's the home minor league team for for Bothell is Everett. My buddy my buddy my old friend Brian McAfee, who played baseball for Cornell and Duke, he played for the Everett Aquasox for a little bit. He's a he's a hometown hero there. A little little hometown hero. <laughs> but um yeah, they had a game this one game where you had to throw fish it was not not real fish like plush fish not plastic fish but you know um plush like big beanie babies god I used to love beanie babies but yeah so the game was what was it it was like you had to you just had to someone had a fishing line maybe it was you had to throw your fishing line and reel the fish in and your your buddy your friend was holding a bucket of toy fish but i just remember that see that's what you remember about minor league baseball you don't remember the actual gameplay you remember what happened in between innings all right but yeah, that was it's really fun. And you gotta bring your bring your glove, bring your mitt if you're gonna go to a minor league baseball game. Cause then cause there's always a place that you can play catch. You just gotta find a field. Find a there's definitely a there's a huge that's what's nice about the Everett Aquasox Stadium. Is they have a huge grass field specifically for people who who bring their gloves so that people can play catch because yeah that's the great thing about minor league baseball it's how it's how fan friendly it's fan friendly and family friendly it's a great community pillar pillar Kevin Pillar Kevin Pilar Pillar alright <laughs> that's like a that's a Toronto Blue Jays joke right there I think Kevin Pilar is still on the Blue Jays alright <laughs> Kevin Pilar he's a great fielder he makes some insane diving catches where he just dives onto the warning track those are the craziest dives cause it's one thing as an outfielder to dive forward 
but at least you know where you're diving. But if you dive, if you're running backwards and then you dive, you're, you're either going to land on the warning track, which is, is dirt, it's harder than grass, you probably rub your elbow up a little bit, but you could, you might even dive right into the wall, so you could, you can seriously get hurt. So why, that's why those, those Kevin Pilar catches where he he's running backwards and then he just does a full Superman dive. Those are just the most insane catches. All right. Oh. I forgot to mention, we were going to do this, yeah, so, in the man, we're, we're about to wrap this thing up, I'm just going to wrap this baby up at, at the one hour, <clears throat> I like a nice, a nice neat one hour podcast, so, <laughs> let's see, <clears throat> we were mentioning, we were talking about the best movie speeches, or TV shows, or whatever, so, I talked about Kurt Russell, his speech in Miracle, and oh man, how I did that, how I memorized it, I memorized it as a monologue, it was after after Westworld, after I worked on Westworld all day, and I was feeling at my most, I was feeling very dramatic and very actorly very thespian like you know i was just <laughs> i was just i was feeling like a thespian so i memorized i that's good though to memorize that whole it's a long speech that his miracle speech it's about it's over a minute it's long but i i impress myself at least all right but this one <laughs> so next one we have Al Pacino. Hoo-ha. Yeah. Yeah, Al Pacino. The star's born. Man, that makes me have to get a sip of water. <laughs> get a sip of water. I need some water. <laughs> after doing... After just doing an Al Pacino out of... My throat was like, oh my god. Oh, oh. That made me... That made me... Chuckle, my throat. Oh. Ah. All right. Um, Any Given Sunday. Al Pacino and Any Given Sunday. Remember that speech? Remember that one? Where he's like, you got to claw. You claw for that inch. Man, you really need to... You need to have a good voice to do your, your Al Pacino. You claw for that inch. <laughs> It's, it's about the six inches in front of your face. Gosh, that's such a great speech. That speech gets me so pumped up. And it's kind of funny. Because the rest of that movie, the rest of Any Given Sunday, it's not, it's not that great of a movie. I don't remember it being a, a really great movie. Because... The, the action in other football movies, like Friday Night Lights or Remember the Titans, the the gameplay is much better. I don't remember. Actually, maybe I'm just throwing that out there. Because I really don't remember what the gameplay in any given Sunday was like. I might just be saying that. <laughs> you know, when you just, sometimes you just say stuff and you're just, but then you catch yourself and you and then before you wreck yourself. So I should probably watch any given Sunday again before I make any judgments about it. But I, it just didn't make a good impression on me. Except for that speech. The speech. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up right there. The speech. I'm standing up. That's how we know we're wrapping it. Standing up and stretching. Gosh, I would just recommend go on YouTube and watch... Al Pacino, any given Sunday speech. You claw for that inch with your fingernails. Claw with your fingernails. <laughs> you claw for that inch. 
all right, that's it. That's a great speech. It's one of my favorite ever. And it's over. Podcast, podcast complete. Have a great day. Have a great week or whatever. I mean, I'll talk to you. I'm planning on doing it. We'll see if we do another one today. Um, It's going to be Jack Black. That's the next one. I'm spoiling it right now. For all you people who are still listening, the next one is going to be Jack Black for the next actor. I go through their filmography. So we'll see if we do that this afternoon. And um, man, I'm just feeling great right now. I'm feeling real good. I hope you're feeling real good too. Hope everyone's healthy out there. Healthy and happy. Feeling good. Feeling smiling and um, doing well. And as always, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I love you. I love you for listening. Thank you for sharing and telling a friend. And see you next time. Bye. See ya. Oh, Claw Lynch. <laughs>